Hello and welcome to our fourth and sadly final week of reruns, a series where we're learning biblical principles from some of our favorite television shows. It has been a blast around Cultivate Church all month long as we've been watching some of our favorite TV shows and learning some biblical principles. Today, we watched Home Improvement, season one, episode 16, where Tim learns or rediscovers that it's Jill's birthday. And after 12 years of marriage, like many of us, it rolls around every year and he's still surprised. But he's discovered it's her birthday, he's got the date out of the way, and now he's trying to figure out what is the perfect gift to get his wife for his birthday. And like many of you, uh, I know my wife is creative, she likes sort of quirky gifts, and she's pretty difficult to shop for. So every birthday, every Christmas, I'm always asking these questions like, what do you want for this? And I'm racking my brain trying to figure it out What's the perfect gift that my wife is going to enjoy? And you know how hard that can be to try to satisfy the maybe unspoken or unknown or, unmis or misunderstood needs of the person that you're trying to please. And you know, I was thinking about that in the principle with our relationship with God. Sometimes it can feel the exact same way. How do we get to the heart of God? How do we know if we're pleasing Him? How do we know in our relationship with Him if we're really bringing Him the things that He's desiring? And you know, in the first scene that we saw out of this episode of Home Improvement, when Tim learns that it's Jill's birthday, he just begins to ask her outright, what would you like for your birthday? And she says, Tim, close your eyes and just try to think of me. Try to determine what you think I would like and, and it'll come to you. And he said, can I just give you money and you go buy your own gift? I mean, he's trying to think of the most easy way that he could find to please his wife with a perfect gift. And, when we go to God and we ask those questions, God, what's the easiest thing that I could do for you? Like, how can I please you the easiest? And the Bible actually tells us this in John 14 and 15. Other people were asking the same question and Jesus responded this way. He said, if you love me, obey my commandments. And you think to yourself, well, what does that mean? There's so much to the Bible. How do I figure all this out? How will I ever know, God, what's really pleasing you? And just like Jill said, close your eyes and just think of who I am. And you're thinking, well, what does that mean? Like, just tell me a gift. And then you ask Jesus, Jesus, what, what do we do to please you? And he says, well, just obey my commands. Just do what pleases me. And I know that can seem so confusing. And that's what we want to talk about today is how do we find our way to the heart of God to truly please God and who he is. In the second scene, Tim spends some extra time writing down some ideas. He's got a list of things he's going to present to Jill. And she's exercising and he walks up to her and begins to show her the list. And she says, Tim, don't buy me anything that you have to plug in. And then he looks at his list and he just crumples it up, throws it away. And as he's listening to his wife, she's talking about exercising. She's talking about getting older, wanting to take care of herself. And so Tim gets the bright idea that he's going to buy her a gym membership. Now guys, I don't know a lot, but I can tell you this. Don't buy your wife a gym membership. Don't buy her a treadmill. Don't buy her anything that's got to do with exercising because the truth is that's not what she really wants. And Tim finds this out because at breakfast, she walks downstairs the next day and he's going to present this gift to her. He's so excited. He said he's tuned into his wife. He knows exactly what she wants. And she makes this statement. I'm so sore. I'm never going to exercise again. And at that point, he, do, he, he steps back and says, I'm not going to give her this gift today. I've got to think of something else. 
And we try to think of the perfect thing to do the right thing when really Jesus said, if you love me, obey me. And I think the perfect picture of this comes out of an Old Testament story in 1 Samuel chapter 15 where it says this, Saul insisted, Saul had been given some instructions in a day of battle, in war, to go out, conquer everything, and keep nothing for himself. And this is what Saul said. He said, I carried out the mission that God gave me. I brought back the king, but I destroyed everyone else. Then my troops, they brought in the best of the sheep, the goats, the cattle, the plunder, all to sacrifice to God. But Samuel replied, a wise man given voice in his life, said this, he said, what's more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to His voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifices and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Samuel was trying to teach Saul, listen, I know in your heart you thought these were all great things to do. These were great gifts to bring to God. But what he really wanted from you more than anything was to tune into his heart and obey His commands. If you love me, just obey me. Just do the things that I love. Don't worry about all the things that you think is gonna be great. Don't worry about the gifts that you think you have to do to overcomplicate the process. Just love me. Just know what it is and get my heart. And so Tim, in the third scene we see, he goes to the extreme lengths to try to find a perfect gift for Jill. He gave up on the gym membership and he goes to the department store. He goes shopping for his wife and he's in the women's department. Now, as you can imagine, it just unfolds in hilarity from here because Tim doesn't know the sizes to get Jill. He's thinking about his own waist size and he's comparing that to dress sizes, which we all know is not right. Al's with him and Al's trying to help. Al actually brings out the measuring tape to measure the dresses and the width of the dresses. It's all going wrong, but he's doing his best to try to find out what pleases his wife, even if he puts himself in an uncomfortable position. The Bible tells us in Acts chapter 17, verses 24 through 27, it actually gives us a great picture of what it is that God is looking for from us. Listen to this. He is the God who made the whole world and everything in it. Since He's the Lord of heaven and earth, He doesn't live in a man-made template, and human hands can't serve His needs, for He has no needs. He Himself gives life and breath to everything and satisfies every need. From one man He created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand where they should rise and fall, and He determined their boundaries. Man, how do you get someone a gift that's got everything? How do you purchase for the person who doesn't need anything? That's God. How can we please someone who has everything and doesn't need anything? And I think Tim was understanding this as he was trying to figure out and get the best gifts and go to the great links. Many of us will do the things. We'll say, God, can't you just tell me? Can I just show up to church? Can I just give? Can I serve just a little bit? Can I go on Easter and Christmas? Will that be enough? Will that check those boxes? We're trying to find that right combination to please God. But listen to what goes on in that book of Acts in verse 27. It says, His purpose. And that word purpose makes me lean in a little bit because it's about to give me some really important news. It's His reason for doing what He did. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward Him and find Him, though He is not far from any of us. In everything God has ever desired from us, it's just that we would find Him. 
It's that we would seek Him and know Him and truly find the heart of God. It's just like Jill said, just close your eyes and it'll come to you. Close your eyes and think of me and you'll find the right gift. And Tim's on this journey to figure this thing out and that's what God wanted us, just to tune in to Him. Jill, uh, Jill's still not given any other hints and so finally Tim, the last resort, goes to where he always goes for wisdom. He goes next door to Wilson. Wilson's peeking over the fence and Tim says, what do I do? I don't know what gift to get her. And Wilson gives him some great advice and says, you know, you just have to listen to that voice. Just tune in and listen just a little bit and you'll figure it out exactly what will please your wife. And suddenly Tim has this idea. He puts together the most heartfelt gift. He takes pictures from her childhood and all through uh, their adult life and he puts it to video with music and presents it to her and they watch it together. And immediately, it wasn't something store-bought, it wasn't something flashy, it wasn't something expensive, but it was her heart and he had tuned in to something that was special for her. So what is Jesus looking for? If you love me, obey me. I'm not worried about all the gifts that you think is good that you can bring to me, just obey me. I really hope that you would just find me and know my heart. And then in one last scripture I'll give you today, Jesus says this in Matthew 22 and 37. Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and all of your mind. Here's what Jesus was saying. If you just love me, I just want you. Just give me all of you. If I've got your heart, if I've got your mind, and if I've got your soul, everything else will fall into place. Obedience will come. Worship will come, serving will come, being a part of a church family, that'll come. Everything else will follow in line as long as you love me with all of your heart, with all of your soul, and with all of your mind. Today, Jesus is not concerned about all the stuff that you're probably concerned about. It's not as complicated as we try to make it out to be, to try to find the right thing to please God, to do just the right thing or get that secret combination of gifts. No. Jesus just said, love me. And when you love someone, everything else takes care of itself. And so I want to pray with you today. And I want to invite you that if you've never given your heart or your life to Jesus, that this would be your day. This would be your moment. Right now online, we would love to hear from you. If you make a decision today, we would love for you to let us know. And then I want to pray for all of us that may be watching, that maybe you just need to refocus some things and return to your first love that is Jesus. Or maybe you're just struggling in some things today and you need to be reminded that God just wants you. So Jesus, today, I love you and I thank you for all of my friends right now who are watching. And I pray if there's one person that needs a relationship with you today, that we just confess we have sin in our life, we've fallen short, and Jesus, we need you. You're the answer to all the sin in our life. And so we confess today and put you first. Thank you for your forgiveness. We receive it, Jesus. And Father, I pray for all of my friends that may be just struggling today or maybe today need to make a fresh commitment to reorganize or, or put things back in proper perspective in their life and put you first. I pray for them today that they would be able to do that. I pray for my friends who are struggling today, God, that maybe just need to be reminded that they don't have to juggle everything themselves, that if they would just submit to you and give their heart to you wholly and completely, God, that you'd be there to meet them in their needs. We love you, God, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.